This is Reclaiming Yourself, brought to you with PhytologyHub.com. How we overcome fears, find our inner strength, and trust ourselves. Now here's your host, Suzanne Keatley. Welcome, Joe Israel, to our Reclaiming Yourself podcast. You are definitely an amazing example of reclaiming yourself because you've just gone through the True You program with myself and Amber. Yeah, I mean, we'll get into it and we'll chat all about it. But uh, yeah, it's seen pretty exceptional change in the last 12 weeks. Let's talk through that. Tell us, first of all, about you. Where do you live? What's your background, family, all that kind of stuff? So uh, I live in Greenwich uh, with my husband, Michael, and our two boys who are just turned nine last Friday and six. We've been in Greenwich for about 10 years previous to that we lived in Melbourne together for just over two years and before that we lived in kind of North London and we met a very long time ago at university nearly 20 years ago. And you're a North London I grew gal. up in North London <laughs> yeah so uh, yeah moving south of the river was a big deal for my my parents. <laughs> How about for you were you just trying to have a little bit of distance to yeah, get you? I think for us it was um we, we went to Melbourne and really found ourselves there loved living in Australia loved the lifestyle we had there um, and when we made the decision to move home we wanted to be closer to family to have our children and bring them up in our families mm. um, but we also wanted um, a bit of independence and to find a place that felt like Melbourne had a similar kind of villagey vibe mm. but was in London and also was more commutable to work. Melbourne we've spoke about it quite a lot and it brings back so many happy memories what is it about it like top three things that gave you that life that you loved over there I mean the weather was just wonderful to be Mm. in a place where you can be outdoors so much more because the weather's so beautiful and we did loads of traveling when we were there Um, we traveled um, back and forth to visit family at home but stopped off in places like China and Malaysia and um, Tahiti and New Zealand and so we did loads of traveling around Australia and around you know places in between Um, and we just really for the first time worked out what it was that we wanted our life to look like together and we hadn't really ever done that because we you know we were children when we met like Mm. you know we were 19 and 20 and um it feels like so long ago but yeah it was a really good opportunity for us to create the life we wanted to together was it like you kind of realized these things that you loved about life and then you kind of set your intentions a little bit about being together or had you got married before we'd already we were already married, were married when we, yeah. yeah when we moved so um we we were really i mean we'd been living together for about four or five years before we moved to australia okay. um but we'd kind of just fallen into jobs fallen into life hadn't really made like specific choices and I think Mm. the break and going to Australia really helped us to determine what we wanted going forward. Has Greenwich lived up to its... Yeah, it's <laughs> been brilliant. We've had a brilliant 10 years uh, living here. We're now looking at the next step, which is scary as well. So probably moving back to North London to be closer to all the all the babies that have been born and are being Friends born in my family. family. Yeah, yeah, so my, both my sisters are pregnant at the moment. My sister has two, One of my sisters has two-year-old twins. So mm. it'll be really nice to have a bit more contact with them, see them all more and you know be uh, the cousins to be part of their each other's lives mm. and you're going through that lovely emotional roller coaster of property searching and yeah. putting offers in and things yeah. being pulled and 
all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So we won't go into that because that might make us cry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're trying to like be calm through it and see yeah. where we get to. But yeah, the plan is hopefully to move sometime in the summer and we'll see where we get to. See what happens. Curveballs. Yeah. That's yeah. what it's all about, isn't it? And it is such a big life, like another chapter, isn't it? Again, Yeah. that move. And yeah. Yeah. And I think we learn a lot from the move we did 10 years ago and what worked really well and what didn't work so well and so hopefully we can go into this kind of big life move with you know the knowledge from that as well mm. and the boys being a little bit older and yeah. and you with your new lease of life yeah. but before we talk about that tell us about your health like your general health i have always been big i've never been small like not stature like as in my weight has always been i've always been heavy but that hasn't really ever been a problem for me it's just I've always accepted it and that's who I am when we moved to Australia I got quite into fitness because everyone there really is <laughs> and um yeah and started running quite a lot um doing park runs I had a running coach I uh for my 30th birthday I did a um 10 kilometer run at the Melbourne Marathon with all my friends we all had matching t-shirts um we went out afterwards for lunch with them um, like t- unlimited um champagne and it was just such a celebration and that was our last weekend in Melbourne as well wow. so it was really the journey that I'd been on where when I'd never run before I went and then by the time I was leaving I could quite comfortably run a 10k like not fast but you know happily run the whole thing and feel confident going into it that I knew I could um and I got you know I went to the gym two of my really close friends there that I'm still really friendly with now and are still living there um we did you know body pump at 6 30 twice a week in the morning and I used to do body combat with one of them as well and so we did all of that it was like part of our friendship group and lifestyle and what we did um my husband did loads of cycling when we were over there and did the round the bay cycle which was like 100 kilometers or something cycle so you know we really got into it and embraced it and it was a really big part of our lives and then we moved home and it was January um, oh 2013 and it was freezing cold and my husband um, for his work had to work in Switzerland Sunday to Thursday so he wasn't around most of the week and I was coming home to an area where I didn't really know anyone didn't really have any friends it was freezing cold it was snowing and I was just a bit miserable that and was so bad life planning in there it was really bad timing to <laughs> timing move. even yeah, yeah. Um, and so I I joined a gym nearish work and thought oh that, that I'll do the same thing as I did you. in Melbourne and I just couldn't be bothered when it's cold and you're miserable and you haven't got friends to do it with it's not part of a community that you're part of I just couldn't keep it up and then I got pregnant and then it was even harder so I think because I had always been bigger I always kind of thought this isn't really going to happen easy for us and so you know we need to be planet and we need to think like we need to give ourselves plenty of time and so I think when we came back I was just like 30 31 and I thought you know if we start now we're giving ourselves a good few years and like literally I was pregnant like, yeah <laughs> literally right away and it was just one of those oh, oh if I'd have known I'd give myself a bit more time but mm. you just don't know what's going to happen do you and yeah. you know so yeah so found out that I was pregnant well, I think I, my plan coming home in that January was to buy a house get pregnant get a promotion at work and by September like we'd sorted it Everything all was done yeah (laughs) so but that's like how I live my life it's like throwing myself into everything doing setting goals and just doing it let's call that a big massive chunk of your life that nine ten years yeah 
so then since then had two wonderful boys um had another promotion at work and work is you know I, I really love my work it's really important to me and um I now job share in my job so Brilliant. um with a lovely lady called Kat who is one of now my closest friends who I talk to all the time mm-hmm. um and luckily I can be here today on a Monday because she is working <laughs> um and doing my job and then I'll I work Wednesday Thursday Friday she works Monday Tuesday Friday so we share the work that works really well I like the balance of being able to work three days a week and do a job that I love and I can um, you know lead my team really confidently and enjoy that work but then step away and be a mum full-time four days a week yeah and train Um, yeah and go for walks exactly kind of yeah and cook you do a lot of cooking I love cooking yeah Mm. Um, so I cook a lot and I that's a really big part of my life and will always be so you had a bit of a slam a few years ago when your hubby got sick yeah um, like Christmas 2021 so, oh, so not, you'd already gone through COVID stuff. Yeah, so we'd already gone through the bit of the pandemic. I joined Photology Hub just before that in the November yep. 2021. So I came for my consultation with you uh, at the beginning of that November. And I did that because I just had my 39th birthday and I we'd gone out for a day. We went to the British Museum and out for lunch. And I just remember feeling that everything was hard. You know, that feeling of like just walking we walked from the boat to the British Museum and it was hard and I ached and I felt tired and I just thought like I'm going to be 40 in a year I don't want to be 40 and feel like this still so I thought what can I do and I'd already I was already following you on Instagram and I'd toyed with the idea a bit and I just thought you know what I'm just gonna go and have a consultation and see what I think and I remember saying to you, I just want to be able to do the school run and not need to sit down after. Yes, I remember this. And and the school is is less than a 10 minute walk from the house. And it is, you know, I, I can do a round trip in 20 minutes. And I remember saying to you, I just want to be able to do that and come in and get on with my day and not feel like I need to recover. Um, which now I can, which is wonderful. <laughs> yeah, um, you're right, you can. You can have two kids on your shoulders. And exactly. Do it. Yeah, one in, one under each arm. And yeah, that was kind of what drove me into yep. coming here. Um, and I was so nervous when I first came that I um, had like eight um, one-to-one sessions before I started the four-to-ones yeah. because I was so nervous that I wouldn't be able to do anything. I wouldn't be able to keep up. And I remember um, Gabby was training me right in the beginning mm. and I remember saying to her, like she tried to get me to do a squat and onto sitting down onto boxes. And I was like, I just can't do it. I just, there's, my body won't let me sit back and do that. And now, you know, like I can squat with like a big weight on my back or front and mm. love it. Um, but at that point I was so unconfident in my body and what, what yeah. I could do and what I couldn't do and no, uh, like knowing about you now or knowing you now just that idea of like sitting back as well the confidence yeah the fear as well yeah. right of falling and know. that is something that I've had almost as long as I can remember that fear um and not not feeling that confidence in my body so yeah that is something that I didn't expect to be working on over the last uh, 12 weeks but has changed my life yeah. in that time going back to that time around like the scariness and how many sessions did you have to do before you calmed down a bit because I guess you would have been like your system would have been on high high alert and yeah lots so nervous it took me a really long time to feel properly comfortable but so I had my eight um one-to-ones then Michael got poorly oh yeah um and I 
carried on coming. I had a couple more one-to-ones with Julie and then started four-to-ones with Julie. The first time I met Julie, Michael, my husband, had been in hospital for about a week and it had been, he got taken into hospital on the 31st of December, 2021 and was in for four weeks, came out on the 28th of January. And we didn't know what was wrong with him. He'd never been ill in his life. He was fit, he was healthy, he was young um, and um, he'd developed an autoimmune condition, probably as a side effect of the uh, COVID vaccination, which was just one of those things that happened. And he went from being fit and healthy and strong and you know there and dependable to not being there and being in hospital because it was covid we couldn't go and visit him so i didn't see him for four weeks had the kids at home had to manage like them luckily like my work were amazing and supportive and i took the time off work there was no i couldn't have worked didn't have the headspace to work and my family were just amazing my mum and dad like we used to end up staying with my mum and dad three nights a week and coming back to for school for four days a week so the boys had one day a week off school in that period so that I got a bit of support. That's not even talking about in and out of lockdowns and like yeah. the restrictions and everything of the time. It was quite remarkable. I'm, it's amazing that you actually stuck with this as well. Like yeah. this like must have just given you a bit of space and a bit of normality outside yeah. the madness. It, it felt like the one very small thing I could control yeah. in, in a world where everything felt crazy and I couldn't control anything. Coming here and doing like one session a week at that point mm. just was an hour where it was, I didn't have to think, I could yeah. just do. And that was what I needed at the time. And what a time to be like building your physical strength and yeah. of course mental strength just yeah. comes with that. Yeah, And it, I didn't even feel like I was making progress at that time. It was so early but I just knew it was important. You know, that feeling of, I know that I have to keep doing this. Yeah. Wow. Wow. What a lot has changed. Yeah. <laughs> and then you just start kicking ass through all of that and yeah. just got so strong and so confident with, particularly with like powerlifting stuff, right? I love it. You love deadlifting. Love, love picking it. heavy shit off the floor. Yeah. Love bench press. That love. is my literal favourite thing to do <sighs> ever. And squatting. Yeah, love how, it. How much can you put on your back and squat now? Yeah. In comparison to being really nervous on the box. Yeah, quite a lot. About, you know, 70 kilos-ish, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, You know, no. just like a small person. It's amazing. Yeah. And that, like, if you said 20 kilos there, if you said 30 kilos, like, it's about that, like, the difference between, yeah. you know, having that confidence to put that there and then, yeah, yeah. sit back. is amazing. Yeah. So you did the one-to-ones and then you went into four-to-ones yeah. and then you started doing twice a week. Yeah, quite quickly. I think probably by the March, April, I just... I could feel how much better it was making me feel and it would last for a few days and then I'd feel it kind of wearing out, if you know what I mean. I knew I needed to come back. So I started doing Mondays and Thursdays, both with Julie, just so that I could be here more and have that kind of glow that it gave me afterwards that carried me through the week. Quite amazing. When was it then you you hurt your glute? Like October time, same year, 2020. 22. So the school runs became like easy as... Easy, yeah, yeah. like as in wouldn't even think twice about yep. doing that and more going, extending the walk, you know, whatever yep. it was that I needed to do. Weekend with your family, nothing, yeah. didn't fear you anymore. It was like get out and about, yeah. go and enjoy yourself. Yeah, yeah, keep up with, didn't have to you know, worry. two small children and, and have fun with them. Yeah, and you're yeah. a very tall husband. And my very tall probably husband. probably walks quite... Uh, quite a speed yeah his long long legs yeah <laughs> and then yeah and then it's kind of like you pull a muscle yeah and it's like your world ends because it's you've made all this progress and you're on this massive incline and you had to kind of relearn things again yeah and what it was, was like so it was just after my 40th birthday mm. and I went from 
just feeling the strongest I've ever felt to suddenly feeling like oh my god I've turned 40 and I can't move and I didn't even realize that I'd hurt my glute to start with Mm. I thought it was like my lower back and it happened on the same day my husband had got taken back into hospital had a relapse of his condition got taken back into hospital for only like a day and then was back out and on increased medication and now we know what's wrong with him it's quite easy to treat and he was he coped very well but at the same time I just woke up the next morning after he'd come back home and couldn't move felt like I couldn't get yeah felt like I couldn't get out of bed felt like I just didn't know what I'd done but I I was in agony Mm. Um, and it took me probably three or four days to release enough of the tension across my lower back to realize it was my glute that was the culprit um and um did a lot of work got a theragun which has been just my favorite toy to play with since then um so did a lot of like massage and work on that glute and my lower back um did some incredible sessions with judy where we just worked on stretching and mobility and getting some movement back and it probably took about four to six weeks to kind of feel like i could get some confidence and some movement back but I what I'm really proud of in that period is that I kept coming every like the whole mm. way through so that I could even if I couldn't do a full session I was here and I was stretching and I was moving and I came with my Theragun and Judy would Theragun my bum as I did different stretches <laughs> um and it was just brilliant to feel that I was um you know still here and still part of it even though you know as I was healing and as I was getting my strength back and healing is a good word there because I was going to ask you like now knowing all you know about yourself and and trauma of like your partner and yeah like it's not that it's not an accident and you did have an injury but crazy that it happened like spot on that day yeah and and I think it was partly the fact that I just refused to believe that I just didn't want to show any weakness so I pushed through and pushed through Mm. and had to keep going because he'd gone back into hospital and then as soon as he was out I just crumbled you know it was that fear of it being like it was last time and it being this extended period and you know my body just couldn't cope Mm. and mentally as well that like the like lack of control when you get an injury like that the nervous system's crazy isn't it and the brain and what it can but you stayed coming yeah, <laughs> and you stuck with it and you had built a system around your weekly timetable and, you know, your energy and everything else to make it work, to make yourself get here. Yeah. Even on the bad days. Yeah. And the good days and the weeks where you felt like crap. Yeah. How did the True You conversation come about? So I read we- about it and I think I sent oh, yeah. you an email and it was about this time. It was just Mm. before my 40th birthday when I think you'd put it in the newsletter and I sent you an email saying I'm really interested in this but I'm just not sure now's the right time and we talked about it and I said yeah I really want to do it but now isn't the right time and then I got my injury um and then it just so happened that my mum and dad and my husband bought me the same 40th birthday present without talking to each other so I got cards for both of them on my birthday saying that they wanted to pay for laser eye surgery for me for my birthday, which is the best present ever. But they didn't know that the other one was doing it. So I ended up in a position where my husband hadn't bought me a 40th birthday present. And I said to him, well, what I really want is the True You programme. Um, so he bought it for me for my birthday. Fantastic. After I'd had my laser eye surgery, so I've now got my new shiny eyes. <laughs> new shiny eyes. Yeah. Will you just talk us through, through you and your journey and what's happened and 
how you've got on the ups and the downs and the I wasn't really sure what I was getting myself into when I said I wanted to do the true you program it was just a feeling I just felt like I really trusted you and I trusted Amber and I knew I wanted to change something and I didn't really know what. What I'd been doing over a really long time is putting blocks in place for myself. So I'd been coming to Photology Hub and improving my strength and my um, the movement I was doing. I'd also been doing some work on intuitive eating. So I'd had some nutrition counselling sessions um, and been reading and learning about intuitive eating separately. So I felt like I had lots of blocks in place but I hadn't found a way to bring it all together and even though I was feeling stronger and I was feeling my like my relationship with with food was better it wasn't working like I wasn't feeling any improvement I wasn't feeling any better and when I read about the true you program I was like that is what I need to bring it all together and to give me that kind of feeling that my life is back where I want it to be Covid was really hard on all of us and then my husband being ill on top of that was really hard and I'd lost like I don't I I don't know I I, I just wasn't myself I just wasn't happy I wasn't enjoying life mm. and I thought what I need is a way of tying all of this together and helping give myself back that confidence that zest for life that I know I have somewhere buried deep inside me. So I was very nervous about starting and I didn't know what to expect and I didn't know... That's because um, we didn't tell you enough, did No, we? <laughs> well, and, and it was just that whole, like, I don't know who the people are going to be and I don't mm. know if I'm going to like them or they're going to like me or, you know, all of those anxieties you have about starting anything new. It doesn't change, does it, Joe? Those no. anxieties as, as a little kid exactly and as a little same. girl. And we didn't talk about the... The broken shoulder collarbone. collarbone. Yeah. We'll we'll come back to that. But yeah, yeah, that's scary. So I felt all of that anxiety starting, and I just thought, do you know what? I'm gonna just go with it, and I'm gonna let myself feel that anxiety, but not let it stop me. And I'm gonna do this and throw myself into it. And so I did, and I just followed Amber's videos and engage with that I engage with my coaching sessions I engage with my movement sessions the weekly group calls were just an absolute highlight of my week from the very first one um apart from week three where I had a bit of a wobble um and ended up spending a good half an hour of it crying but that was what I needed at yeah. the time it unlocked a lot for me and the things I've learned about how I eat food my nutrition about what what my relationship with food is like and then about my movement and then about my sleep and how all of that ties together and how I manage stress around all of that I'm just a different person now to the person that I was 12 weeks ago can you give us a bit of insight into those couple of things so yeah. I really know the the movement side of it yeah because we kind of put a few things in place for that last four or five weeks especially yeah. but going to your food like what 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 are those changes and so really small really really right. small changes but that have made the world of difference so what i love about the way amber talks about food is the 80 20 mentality the fact that i've always before been either on it or off it you mm. know like 100 percent. i can do slimming world like the best of people that do slimming world i am ace at doing it while i'm doing it but it only really works when you're doing it yeah 
Whereas if you have an 80-20 mentality, you can give yourself a bit of space, a bit of time off. That 20 is fine. And actually, it's been um, Reuben, my oldest son's birthday this last weekend. I've done 80-20 the other way this weekend. You know, I've just said, you know, there is pizza for dinner. There is, you know, all of these things. And I'm going to just do it and I'm going to enjoy it but that's because I know I can switch it back to 80-20 the right way on Monday and get back on it in a really relaxed way and that's worked really well for me so what I've loved is understanding how my body responds to food I had gestational diabetes in my second pregnancy and so I thought I knew quite a lot about insulin and how your body works but understanding that that craving you get for food is because the meal you had two hours ago didn't satisfy your body in the right way raise up your sugars too much and then they drop too much and then you needed food understanding that has allowed me to go from eating as I was to now eating meals that are going to manage my blood sugars better throughout the day and I don't need to snack at all I eat three meals a day and I never need to eat in between because I've eaten the right things that are going to help me through so I had a lovely Buddha bowl for lunch and before I came here to see you and that will now keep me until six o'clock when I have dinner and the best thing as well is understanding what a meal should look like so that I can take our favorite meals and Mm. tweak them for our family so tonight we're having meatballs for dinner because the kids love it and I will have meatballs and tomato sauce and a little bit of um, whole whole meal pasta and half a plate of vegetables with it and we can all eat the same meal and I can enjoy it but it will be much better for me in the longer term lovely will you tell us what was in the Buddha bowl in my Buddha bowl was um, quinoa and bulgur wheat with some marinated tofu some miso aubergine my homemade kimchi which I'm so proud of (laughs) it was amazing I know such a geek geek. Um, edamame beans cucumber carrot I think that was about it and some of that was pre-made over the weekend so I made it all Saturday morning what I actually did this time was was portioned it out at the time I made it because it was just easier to put it in individual lunch grabbable Tupperwares to grab out Michael and I both had one for lunch on Saturday and we're both having one for lunch today Today. and then uh, the reason I called you a geek was because you been, you were online during the week yep. with our lovely Jenny in Northern Ireland making kimchi and dumplings. Yeah. Yep. So you've been able to then enjoy that kimchi in your butter yeah. bowl. <laughs> and it is delicious. Like it's really it delicious. Really it's so it good. So yeah, really, really, really proud of that because um, I've got loads there and also like all the ingredients to make more once I've eaten that. What I'm hearing is this love and this energy around food that yeah. is yeah you're looking forward to the food you're you think ahead yeah you are uh, going back to the geeky bit i mean tell us about the spreadsheet oh yeah so this, this is, is not normal by the way but <laughs> no, it's, it's amazing normal. it's amazing so i so i've always been like a meal planner and a cooker and i like i love doing it i really enjoy it but i can't remember what it was three or four years ago i said to my husband what i want is a spreadsheet that i can put all our recipes in (laughs) and then it's sorted by day and i can click through what ones because each day you need a different kind of meal so like tonight i've taken the kids to activities so i need a meal that i can it, it can be ready and waiting and we can come back and eat whereas on a tuesday night i'm at home so i can cook it fresh and it you, yeah. you know so i need different types of yeah. meal for each night of the week so i want to sort it by that and then i want it so i can click what one i want each particular week and then it gives me a shopping list 
and he made it for me and I now just yeah meal planning takes me maybe 10 minutes because I just click all the different things get the list generated and then add it all to my card order we have rights to the spreadsheet everybody so if anybody needs it <laughs> it is brilliant it, it is, works I mean, so it well it doesn't make any sense to me yet because I haven't like dived into it enough but yeah. what a great and I think this is the thing with anything around the movement the food or whatever like it, it does take energy and time and consideration at the start yeah but actually the point here is that that over time you get time back yeah because you get more skilled at it exactly. in whatever way you don't need a spreadsheet yeah and the thing is I was doing so many of the bits of the nutrition already you know I was planning my meals I was cooking them I was um eating fresh food but because I didn't really understand how my body was working in, in terms of the insulin and the, managing mm. the sugars and and how I, you know, my eating window even, and I hadn't thought through any of that, it was hearing all of those things from Amber and having the space and the time to reflect on it that has ma- made me tweak a few separate things that have changed my eating like beyond belief. And how was it in a group? Because that's, like you said, it's scary going in, being so vulnerable. There's so many women that come in to work with us that haven't discussed that vulnerability, even with friends. When it comes to food and movement, it's just something that... I never had. So I was nervous. I was really nervous. Um, And our group was a virtual group. We all live in different areas of the country. Um, And honestly, truly, they have just been an absolute rock, like such a support. Um, Phil and Emma, like just absolutely have adored spending Wednesday evenings with them have learned so much from both of them and just felt so safe with them and with Amber sharing things that I haven't ever spoken to anyone about not even my husband about Mm. that just comes out of that in that conversation and then everybody's going through their own version of yeah of that on a weekly basis and you'll find that we all had different weeks when we were up or down and different things that we were good or bad at and that support you get from hearing someone else go through something similar to you is so helpful and you're on a whatsapp group so yeah. there's kind of just bits of support that again gradually over time we're not all it's not immediate is it it's a yeah. bit like the four to one here i guess it just it does take time for you to connect with people and yeah and you, build you have up to that connect community. pretty quickly because you're <laughs> you're straight into it but. but it but it happens quickly but then it grows you know yeah, okay. and and it's just wonderful to feel that you know i've made real friends doing this that i know that i'll be able to talk through things in the future that i can't talk to some of my other friends yeah. about tell us about like where you've got with movement because we did unravel quite so much quite a few things and this is the for me the absolute win from true you that I was not expecting was to delve into some stuff that I just thought was me and never changing so for as long as I remember I've been terrified of falling over and not just like like as in I won't go out the house if it's icy because I'm so scared I'm going to fall over um you know I can't stand on a chair so if we need to put up decorations or something in the house I have to get my husband to do it I can't stand on the chair to do it because I'm so scared of standing on a chair and I'm not scared of heights like I'm not scared of going on a roller coaster or being at the top of a building I'm scared of standing on something that I might fall off yeah it's the fall yeah I've always been quite open about that with people and said it but I've never realized that I could fix it or that it was Mm. I just thought that was me um and we talked about it in our first coaching session and we kind of unpicked it a bit and I said one thing I really 
um, want to do but can't do physically is take my kids ice skating and we have the outdoor ice skating rink in Greenwich um, every year at Christmas and I'd love to take them there but I can't take them um, because I'm so so terrified um, of me falling but also I'm scared of them falling and me not being able to get to them and help them because I can't be there um so i booked some ice skating lessons even before that the unpicking yeah was the ice skating was the dream so it's like this is a kind of a dream but then we had to kind of unpack that and you did you you had a fall when you were a kid yeah so i um broke my collarbone when i was six doing a handstand and have just been terrified of falling ever since yeah and and i think like talking about the idea of and I think this is something that's come out even in your parenting and my parenting since we've tackled this stuff is this idea of telling children to be careful yeah be careful be careful when yeah that that messaging potentially was there as a child yeah and then this I don't know like I I, yeah I fall and I break my collarbone and then it's like I told you so an internal internal completely yeah Yeah. completely and you know like I'm I'm the eldest of three girls and we did a lot of dancing growing up and a lot of um kind of you know we were active as a family but we weren't um I was never into sports I was never um into that kind of physicality and we we went to the park but we didn't really do climbing we didn't really do that kind of thing and and my mum was terrified of us falling yeah like I am terrified of my children falling yeah. and it's so hard as a parent to stop yourself saying be careful mm. um so I often even at, when my kids were growing up I had to send my husband to the park with them or I had to step away at certain points and say Michael you watch them I, I can't watch this um even like um going to the beach and stepping over big rocks and things like that I I can't do it and I can't watch them do it it's about risk yeah and that's one of the things that we talk about like we we can take risks yeah but yeah like let's take risks again especially little girls yeah and and we are just little girls. Yeah. <laughs> like we are just those little humans, aren't we, inside and, and how that then perpetuates as adults. So Yeah. Yeah. So that was the past. Yeah. So you booked ice skating lessons. I booked ice skating which is lessons. Mental. I know. So I um had gone ice skating a couple of times as a kid. Um and there's an ice rink near where I grew up, um, in Alexandra Palace. Um and I thought, do you know what? I can picture what that looks like. I feel safe going there. So I looked on their website and I found a gorgeous coach called Hannah who um uh dances does like Disney on ice and things like that. And I just thought, do you know what? She sounds like she's gonna be fun and I'm gonna like her. So I messaged her, booked some lessons with her and had just like I've never been so scared in all my life I was in tears the first time I stepped onto that ice my legs were shaking Mm. so much I couldn't breathe I was so scared um and I've had four lessons with her so far and I will have more but I'm hoping to tie it in with with the house move and once we're over that side of London again yeah she's got me from being like literally not being able to let go of her hand in the side to being able to like not gracefully skate but you know move around a little bit um forwards backwards doing lemons she did get me on one foot but um I did absolutely uh fall Fall and land on my ass um and actually did have a quite a painful coccyx for a couple of weeks after that but you fell and we were like congratulations yeah like that that in itself was was part of the challenge and part of the achievement yeah 
I fell and I hurt myself and I was all right after. It's been brilliant to face that fear. And then the work we've done since then in terms of standing on things in the gym, getting up onto a box, which I never thought in a million years I'd be able to do. I'm now excited to go back to that ice skating again because Mm. I think... I think my head is in a different place to when I had my last lesson. Yeah. So you can stand on benches, on boxes. We have you like jumping backwards off little plates, yeah. jumping forwards off little plates, yeah. landing one foot, landing the other foot, yeah. uh, hanging off the bar, which is, yeah. Which I never thought in a million years I'd have the confidence to do. So it has just been absolutely brilliant to it's feel amazing. that I can do some of that. And, and, then challenge myself when I'm out and about with the kids to then you know if they're walking on a wall I'm going to walk on that wall behind them because Mm. rather than standing there watching them telling them not to fall I'm going to show them I can do it too yeah I remember you sent me a photo yeah I got many photos over the last 12 weeks of you doing different challenges and standing (laughs) on things and it's just been incredible yeah Um, and honestly when I started the True You programme this wasn't even in my I didn't even think this was something we would even touch on or think about and unlocking this for me has been the biggest change Mm. Um, there's a little poem I found can I read you a little poem oh my god I'd love it it was because I saw this on Instagram at the weekend and um, so it's by an Australian poet who's in her 20s called Erin Hansen and it's um, there is a freedom waiting for you in the breezes of the sky and you ask what if I fall oh but my darling what if you fly oh my god I need to hug it out let's hug it out that is what you've given me you've given me the ability to fly <gasps> sorry I said I wouldn't get teary but now I am but yeah and I am teary yeah. as well it's amazing Joe, and it's yeah. incredible and I think like one of the things that we put into True You is obviously you have that time um, on your calls every week with Amber and lots of processing happens there and then you're on a call with me kind of once a month and it's an hour an hour and a half where we just again yeah like unpick yeah unpick and it was there that we kind of did that wasn't it and then it was like right what else do you need because everybody's story is completely different yeah and if somebody's listening to this and they're like oh well I have you know what 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 is my thing like you didn't know even know it was not know that was my thing well I knew it was my thing but I just thought that was something about me I couldn't change I thought that was just me um and so to understand that that is a thing that I can change and I can improve myself around that and and just give myself back this confidence and this freedom that I didn't think I could ever have. Yeah, doing things you never thought possible. Absolutely never thought And freedom possible. is a lovely word there, isn't it? Because, yeah, that freedom to be able to just say, yes, I can go along and yeah. take part in whatever, a sporting holiday with my family. I mean, I yeah. call you sporty now. Yeah. <laughs> because I really think you've gotten a sporting ability that you just never tapped into. No. As a kid either. You were a dancer. Yeah. So you know movement. And I said to you, Suzanne, that if you had been uh, a a PE teacher in a school I had gone to, you wouldn't have known I existed because I did everything possible to avoid PE lessons. I never went. Um, And (laughs) so that, but I did it because, you know, I just always arranged a music lesson at a time when I had a Mm. PE lesson so that I could avoid it because I didn't feel confident. I hated it. I knew I was rubbish at it. Um, But had I... But that was an idea, like it was a frame that you created around you almost as well. Yeah. Like not just 
yeah. by you, but, you know, our, our loved ones who, yeah. you know, don't mean, nobody means any harm, but it's like, actually, that was a, yeah. It, but but if I, at that point, had, had realised that being sporty could be lifting some heavy shit off the floor, yeah. you know, that would have just changed my whole... You know, but I did make you stand on something and make you catch a ball. Yeah, you're you really good at it. Yeah, and dance. That was quite you fun. You can dance and yeah. you can jump and now you can ice skate. So you you can well, do all the things. You yeah. know, kids, children can do all the things. Yeah, it's what we then do with it. And like I'm not, no, I'm definitely not perfect. <laughs> Poor Zayden, you know, got all his challenges. But yeah, yeah it's. But you put yourself in boxes, don't you? And yeah. growing up, I was yeah. always the clever one. Like, you know, I worked hard at school. I did well at school. I was always the clever one. I didn't realise that I could be clever and also, mm. you know, enjoy physical activity. I thought that they were like, you know, mutually exclusive. We've loved like seeing you three, four times a week <laughs> recently. We like keep stealing you because yeah. we were, you know getting those basically you'd set the goals hadn't you and we yeah. were like what what's it going to take to reach the goals because that's what we need to do and now your family want you back a bit more don't yeah. they <laughs> you're like they're like stop going to the gym yeah what do your kids say to you now yeah no honestly truly Eli said to me the other day mummy you always go to the gym and I was like well yeah I kind of do um and yeah I'm like terrified to say to Michael I want to do the strong woman workshop uh, in a couple of weeks time because because I need to like you know not have gone to the gym for a couple of weeks on a Saturday morning before I say I'm going to go again um so yeah I do it but and also it's not just that now because I've also started my my tap lessons on a Tuesday night uh, which I've loved so you still do your twice a week you still do your strength training you've brought in tap lessons yeah obviously the true you stuff now has has ended but actually you've replaced the time almost with the stuff that you want to try and yeah. you know you love. Tell us about your tap lessons. Uh, so I did tap dancing for a long time as a kid from like the age of six to like through all through uni I was tap dancing mm. and I loved it. It was my favourite. I did lots of dancing but tap was my favourite. And um, one of the other true viewers said, oh, I'm going to start some tap lessons. And I thought, oh, I wonder if they do that near me. And um, funnily enough, they do it like less than a 10 minute walk from my house. Uh, so I go on a Tuesday night to beginner's tap um, and I just love it. It's brilliant. That's life now. Tap. Two strength yeah. training sessions. Getting on the Peloton a little bit. You're trying to get on the Peloton, doing a bit of that. So uh, Michael bought the Peloton uh, back in 2020. Um, and then when he was ill, it became like, you know, a memento to all the things that we had lost. Mm. Uh, sat in my house, not being used. And slowly I'm rebuilding my relationship with it. And so actually is Michael. Michael's been on it recently as well. And so it's starting to feel more positive again slowly Mm. and I guess that I was going to ask you about the how has all your time your resources your money that has gone into true you how has that filtered down into your family really positively Mm. um so Michael's lost weight uh which is just wonderful for him Uh, I, I I don't stand on scale so I don't care whether I've lost weight or not um but I have had to buy uh new pairs of jeans because my old pairs of jeans don't fit um so that's that's good news yeah um and the kids are just, you know, they've always been really active. They do, you know, swimming and athletics. and But we are doing more together yeah. and as a family and going out for more, you know, adventures, which is just lovely. Yeah. And I know, like, um, the elephant in the room when it comes to weight loss, because that's quite often the reason a lot of people get involved in, 
you know, Amber's work or the gym yeah. or True You. Um, but it's a byproduct. It, yeah. Like it has happened for you. And when you said you've had to buy new jeans, it's because you've dropped however many sizes in it yeah. in, in, in clothes. And it's, it is a byproduct, but it's not the focus. Yeah. And that must be, again, just so freeing. Yeah. It is. For, and for someone that has always kind of felt like I should lose weight to now not, I've got absolutely no idea what I weigh and I couldn't care less mm. because I can do what I want to do. I have the confidence to do what I want to do. Um, and what I weigh doesn't matter. And I am healthy and I am well. And that is what's important. You secretly were, um, I don't know if you're doing it secretly, but you had a private Instagram account. I did, yeah. That you used um, you set it up near the start of True You. Yeah. Um, yeah, nobody else kind of, it was just your thing and your way to Yeah, so record. it was completely private. So I didn't yeah. have follow anyone and I didn't have any followers yeah. at all. And I locked it all down so it's completely private. But I used it to like, basically because journaling became something that I wanted to do but didn't really know how to. And I thought that it might unlock some journaling for me to share some pictures every day of what I was doing on the True You program. Um, since then, actually, I have got really into journaling and it is something I now do every day and really enjoy mm. doing. But at that time, that was what I knew and what I could do. So I started that kind of picture diary of what I was doing and thinking about on the True You program. And I've kept it up, not as intensively since then as well. I just thought it's brilliant because actually pictures and images are such a fantastic way to represent what we're doing but yet journaling is very much a writing thing and a lot of people actually find that annoying actually to begin with yeah I found it really hard yeah and hard and yeah struggle with you know what to write and whatever so for you now you you do the writing and then you've got the images as well and yeah. so yeah I know we take pictures a lot on our phones but actually a really nice way to document yeah progress yeah. the ups and downs as well right like, yeah and I did bits. I tried to share everything that I like all everything like my key learnings from each day mm. um, and then that helped me to kind of keep a record of the things that were really important to me mm. will you read us the poem one more time yeah it was it's, it's so perfect it's so you, isn't it? fantastic um, so it is there is a freedom waiting for you in the breezes of the sky and you ask what if I fall oh but my darling what if you fly oh <gasps> Joe Israel, thank you so much. And it has been a fantastic journey. Just working with you has been amazing. And you've allowed me to to do everything with you as well. You know what I mean? You've let me do my job and, and tap in, which has been incredible physically and mentally. So thank you for allowing me to do that. We've only just started this True You stuff and I'm, you know, we wanted to go places. So you're a great advocate for what we're doing. So thank you so much. And thank you to you and to Amber for absolutely giving me my life back. Totally. Reclaiming Yourself, the podcast brought to you with PhotologyHub.com. If you enjoyed the conversations, please use your podcast app to follow or subscribe for free.